You are listening to Fallow Lab, Amichai Lau Lavi's monthly podcast series on the Shemitah year, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Fallow Lab, please visit fallowlab.com. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. When I was 12 years old, we just arrived in New York City. My mom sent me to the supermarket to get orange juice. I came from a little city outside Tel Aviv, and here were, like, I don't know, 50 brands to choose from. I had no idea. I went for what I assumed was the best choice that would please my parents. It was kosher, and it was the cheapest. So all these years later, I'm thinking about choice, and I'm thinking about what to do to be a better chooser, and to deal better with the abundance of choices that this age is affording me. This is the Shemitah year, the sabbatical year of introspection about where we can release and reset and live better. And we're following in this session the other topics of this year, which are about looking at the notion of Shemitah, of how to release and be in our own modern ways, including the digital, and how can the balance between our actual and digital lives be better. The main book for the year is Douglas Rushkov's Program or Be Programmed. He's got Ten Commands for Better Living in the Digital Age, and it works beautifully with the Shemitah notion that we're following here, translating the, the agricultural laws of balance to the technological one. So choice. There's this text that's going around. It's a book, it's a TED, it's a lecture by Barry Schwartz, who's an interesting psychologist talking about choices. He says, when people have no choice, life is almost unbearable. But, as the number of choices keeps growing, negative aspects of having multitudes of options begin to appear. The negatives escalate until we become overloaded. At this point, choice no longer liberates, but debilitates. It might even said to be a tyranny. So choice is something that's been with us since the very beginning. Think about Eve in the garden. That choice to eat. A lot of weight has been given to that choice, to that eating, to that apple. It's actually a fruit. And to Eve, the woman, the mother, making that first move towards more. So what I'd like to examine this month in the salon that will be in New York City and online, and these are just the tidbits, is how we go back to that moment in Eden pre-choice And look at our choices today. Which of them are from the desire which is healthy? Which is setting us just a bit away from who we want to be? The Shemitah connection is interesting. It is a lot about choosing how to create a more holistic ecosystem. Rabbi David Seidenberg, sweet friend and a great teacher and writer who's been thinking a lot about Shemitah, writes about that in the context of choice. He says, the whole purpose of the covenant at Sinai is to create a society that observed Shemitah. This sabbatical year is the guarantor and the ultimate fulfillment of justice, the justice that Torah teaches us to practice in everyday life, a practice embraced not just to fellow human beings, but to the land or life. This is what it means to choose life so you can live, and you and your seed after you. So Shemitah is a reminder to look at our choosings. 
in both online and offline there's something here about when is too much too much and how do we re-examine the art of choosing Rushkoff writes about it in the sense of the digital the digital by definition is either or one zero gotta choose so there's so much more choosing that we need to do all the time as we design our own playlist and whoever we are um, he writes in programmed or be programmed we all want the freedom to choose and the history of technology can easily be told as a story of how human beings gave themselves more choices the choice to live in different climates to spend our time doing things other than hunting for food to read at night and so on the one choice we're not getting to make is whether or not to deal with all this choice hmm. so think about Eve in the garden seeing that fruit the tree wants it takes it some read, it, read that as original sin others as this beautiful moment of autonomy necessary for our evolution I'm going to look at a Mormon text that talks about Eve in a really loving way. And uh, the beautiful text from a interesting biblical scholar in Israel who's talking about her daughters and their radical feminist reading of Eve. And really it comes down to us going back into the sense of what is before we think about what is not. This month, February, is the month in which the Hebrew calendar celebrates the pre-emergence of spring with Tu Bishvat, the holiday which is the birthday of the trees for originally taxation purposes and now for the mystical joy of celebrating trees and fruit and their secrets and gifts. So we're going to look at uh, going back into Eden a moment before taking a bite out of that fruit. And for those of us joining us in New York, we will be eating fruit and having a meditation on that moment as we delve into all these stories about what it means to go back into the garden, back into now, examining choices and hopefully helping ourselves in little ways, making better ones, one click at a time. So I want to leave you with two questions to think about choices today. The first question is, what was one important choice you made today? Reflect on that. Maybe share with somebody else. You can also share it on our website, fallowlab.com. Go to the section that says post, where we will be having suggestions on how to choose better. And the second question about the digital choice. What choice can I make or unmake today to improve and help declutter my digital life. This is fallowlab.com, a year's worth of introspection on better balance between digital and actual, virtual and real on this year of Shemitah. I'm Amichal Aulavi, and I hope to see you soon or hear from you, and together make the most of this year of release. Shalom.